Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Miami Vineyard Podcast. We hope this message encourages you, breathes life into you, and helps you experience God's love. Enjoy the message. Hey, Miami Vineyard, so good to be with you. So good to be with those of you joining us online. Hey, can we welcome in our online Vineyard family? Come on, let's make some noise. Let's welcome them in. Joining us online today, we love you. Thank you for being part of us. So my name is Kevin. I'm one of the pastors, and some of you know I was not here last weekend because I was running the Miami Marathon, 26.2 miles. And look, I made it! 26.2 with my daughter, Carol. We got a picture of us on screen that we took there at the finish line. After you cross the finish line together, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a lot. It's a long way to go. Uh, some people, you know, a lot of people say, first of all, thank you for your support. I know many of you were praying for me. Appreciate that. I survived. Uh, people said, Pastor Kevin, do you have a time goal? Time goal. Yes, I did have a time goal. It was to finish the race before they picked up all the cones. Okay, that, was, <laughs> that was my goal. So, so, but I did have another goal. I, I, the, the goal I had that day was running that race together side by side with my 29-year-old daughter, Carol. There's a picture of us you see on screen. That's, we look so good because that's mile two. <laughs> you should see us at mile 22. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's, I might not have won, the age division, I might not have won the race, but running the race side by side with my 29-year-old daughter, we won that day. That was a win that day. Come on, somebody. That was a win that day. And so last weekend, Pastor Nick did a great job uh, wrapping up our series called Thrive, week four. And by the way, Thrive was not just a series to kick the year off with. Thrive is not just a t-shirt at our merch store. Thrive is a theme this year that God wants you to thrive in all of life, relationally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. That's why I'm really excited this weekend to kick off this brand new series that we're calling Freed Up, because it's a series about how you and I can be freed up financially, so we can have margin, so we can have space, so we can have resources, so our lives can thrive. And, and listen, I really believe this series and paired with the financial class we're offering called Freed Up, I'll tell you about that in a little bit. This series and this class, I believe, can propel you in a direction that can literally change your life, change your children's lives. And I think it's going to help us in our, in, our, in, our, in our lives so that we never have to worry about and be stressed out about finances again. Now, I know some of you right now, I, I, listen, I, I just want to say a couple things, because I know some of you right now, you're thinking, oh boy, here we go, a series on money. I thought I finally found a church where they don't talk about money all the time. And here I am today, oh, just like every other church. Listen, 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 let me, let me, let me say a few things. First of all, at our church... We address issues that affect our lives today. We use the Bible, and we deal with them, and we talk about them, and there's no issues we talk about that are not off limits. We will talk about this and deal with this, and so, so this is a series 
We're going, to, we're going to talk about money. But, but listen, in this series, because Jesus talked about it all the time, but listen, in this series, I want to make a statement. When we talk about money at this church, in any capacity, any place, anywhere, anytime, here's, here's the deal. We don't want something from you. We want something for you. We don't want something from you. We want something for you. What do we want for you? We want you to be set free from financial stress so that you can live your lives and you can thrive. That's the goal of everything we do when it comes to talking about money here at this place. So you can, you can rest assured with that. So, so to kick things off today, I want to I wanna just, it's a three-part series that we're going to do today, next week, next week. I'll be doing all three parts of the three-part series talking about this. But I want to I float an idea today. And here's the idea. I want to float the idea that less is more. That, that having less can actually be more. And listen, if you're like me, you've been programmed your entire life, just thoughts and different things you see and hear, you've been programmed your whole life that, that more is always better. I mean, my whole life, right? I, I grew up thinking if one is good, two are better, right? Right? If, if one dollar is good, two are better. If one car is good, two are better. If one Stanley Cup... Ladies is good, two are better. If, if one kid is good, five are better. That's another story for another day. But, but we've been programmed, right? We've been programmed if one is good, two are better. Let me see by show of hands. How many of you heard this? If one is good, two are better. Come on, come on, put them up. You heard this. One is good, two are better. Yeah, yeah, put it online, put it online. One is good, two are better. Yeah, and it, listen, this extends to almost everything in life. If one wife is good, No, it does not extend to that. I just want to clarify. It does not extend to that. One wife is more than I can handle already. That's, that's enough. That's enough. But how about food, right? How about food? How about food, right? We, we, we get that first helping. If, if, if one is good, two are better, especially when it comes to dessert. If the first one is good, two are better. Like, do you have any seconds? Like, two are better. So my daughter, who runs the race with me, Carol, she's also a great baker, and she bakes desserts all the time. And she makes this thing. I wrote the name down. She makes this thing called Heath Bar Oreo Cookie Peanut Butter Fluff. It is decadent. It is, it is just so good that it should be illegal. I mean, you taste that thing, and it, it just ignites your taste buds. It puts you off in a coma. It's just unbelievable. And so, you know, she serves me a first piece, and she says, Dad, would you like another. Well, if one is good, two are better, right? I said, sure, thank you. So she comes and I eat the second piece. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever ate a little more than you should have? And it just messes you up. Let me see your hands if you've ever done that. Yeah, right? Come on, come on. We've all done that, right? It just messes you up. So, so, I ate that second piece, and, and listen, my, my, my eyes wanted it, my taste buds wanted it, but my stomach and my body and my intestines, it was messed up. Whew, way too many trips to the bathroom. It was not good. And I could, can I just tell you, sometimes two are not better. Sometimes less can actually be more. So I'm going to talk about that today. I'd love for you to locate some message notes. Message notes are all virtual. You can find them on my Vineyard app. So if you've got the app already downloaded, go ahead and open the app. If you don't have the app downloaded yet, go to your app store, search Miami Vineyard, 
You get a free download in the room today. If you're here in the room today, you can scan this QR code in the seat back in front of you. Free download to our app. Once you get the app downloaded, tap on This Weekend Message Notes, This Weekend Message Notes. And if you want a hard copy of the notes, we got these available for you every week at the back. You can go back and get one now if you'd like, if you'd like to have the notes with you. So, in honor of our theme today, less is more, I have just one Bible verse for you today. Just one. Normally, I, we look at a passage in, in the Bible or I give you multiple Bible verses. Today, you've got one verse. Why? Because less is more. Less is more. So you've got one Bible verse today. But listen, if we will learn this verse, if we will internalize this verse, if we will memorize this verse, if we will live this verse out, it's going to change your life. And here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Ecclesiastes 4.6. You see it coming up on screen. You have it in your, in your if you've got the notes, you've got, you got the notes. And I want to I begin today, I want to read this verse out loud together with great 1215 enthusiasm. I mean, I want to hear you. And I want to hear you online, coming right through the cameras. So, so here we go. Ready? Ready? Out loud together. Here we go. Here we go. Ready? Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. Okay, okay. Look, look what this verse is saying. Better is one handful with tranquility, with peace. Tranquilidad. With peace, tranquilo. Better one handful, better, better one handful with peace than two handfuls with toil, with stress, with worry, financial fear, panic, debt. Better one handful with tranquility, with peace, than two handfuls trying to figure out how we're going to pay for it all and chasing after the wind. That's what the verse says. Let's, let's, let's take it one more time, one more time. Ready? Let's read that loud together with the same enthusiasm. Ready? Here we go. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. Yes. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. This is, this is, the, why, why, why is one handful better? Because, because if I have one, if I have both hands full, I don't have a hand free to help somebody, to bless somebody, to serve somebody, because both hands are full. But when I have just one hand full, I've got a hand free to help, to serve, to, to, to give, to, to be generous and bless somebody else. So what I want to do today is I want to really focus on this idea that, that less is more. And less of what doesn't matter so I can focus on what really does matter. So. If you notice on your, on your notes, there's a section here in the middle of your notes. It says, define what really matters, and there's three blanks there. And so I'm not going to fill this in for you. This is for you to just fill in. What, three things that define what really matters. In your life, three things that really matter. What, what are the top three things? So ESPN, Netflix, uh, Manny Petty. Okay, right, right? My wife, my wife filters in cats, cats, cats. So, so, but... So look, studies were done with this. This, 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 this three, they were given people, and, and not just church people, I'm talking thousands of people, not church people, some, some but you know, just, just a regular population. They were given these three blanks, and they said, they said, put in those three blanks the things that really matter. But then they gave them a stipulation. They said, they said, listen, fill those blanks in as if, as if you only had three months left to live. 
Wow. So people put stuff in those blanks. So what do you think, what, what do you think kind of things they, they put in those blanks? They put things like, they talked about a relationship with God. They talked about marriage, family, health. But do you know, out of thousands of people that were done in the study, let me tell you what no one put in those blanks. What do you think? No one put this in those blanks. You know what it was? Nobody put in those blanks the amount of money I have in my bank account. Nobody put money in those blanks. Because if you have just three months left to live, you don't care so much about money. You care about things that really matter. Relationship with God, people around you, friends, family, those kinds of things. And so, so, nobody, so nobody put money in those blanks. Nobody put their new Jordans. Nobody put 85-inch flat-screen TV. Nobody put a leather sofa. Nobody put a granite countertop. Nobody put the number of Instagram followers I have. Because when you think about it, when we really take the time to think about what's really important, you know what happens? We look at our lives and we find ourselves spending all of our time and all of our energy and all of our money chasing after things that really don't matter. That's what Solomon talked about in this verse. Better is one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. He said, when we really think about it, how much time, how much effort, how much energy do we spend chasing after things that at the end of the day really don't matter all that much. And we get ourselves further into debt, and we get ourselves stressed, and we got to figure out how to pay that stuff off. And, and, and by the way, the person who wrote this one verse, Solomon, let me tell you, Solomon knew about stuff. So who is, the guy who wrote that verse, so who is today, who is today right now, who's the richest man in the world right now? Right now as we speak, Elon Musk. Richest man in the world, $225 billion dollars. That's what he's worth, more than, more than some countries, $225 billion. But you know what Solomon, who wrote the verse, if you bring Solomon in today's dollars, you know what Solomon is worth? Four times as much, $1 trillion. Solomon had everything in the known world he ever wanted. He got, he had it all, he knew about everything, he knew what it was. So he said, Solomon says, hey, 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 he says, cojeros wale, chill, tranquilo. He said, chill. He said, look, look. Solomon said, look, I had it all. I got it all. But he says, better, better is one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and stress and all the stuff you got to take care of and all the stuff you got to worry about and all the bills you got to pay and all that stuff. He says, better is one handful, better is one handful. So, so if it's true, if this verse is true, let me give you a couple action steps that we can take to really implement this, this less is more kind of thinking. So here we go. Here's number one if you're taking notes. Here's number one. Number one says this, cut back. Cut back. Some of you know because you've been coming for a while that my wife Debbie and I, we did a big remodel to our house in 2022 because we bought a house back in 1991. We still live in that same house today. It's a very modest home. It's it's in Cutler Bay. It's, it's, it's a 4-2. It's, it's 2,000 square feet. Very, very modest home. We've, we've raised five kids in that home. We live in that house today. But those homes built in, 19, in 1966 back in Cutler Bay were built under the home with cast iron pipes for plumbing. And over the years, cast iron pipe is deteriorating. So what they got to do, they got to come. Everybody, every, everybody has to do this eventually to their house in, in that area. They got to dig a trench, a two-foot wide trench and a two-feet deep trench through the middle of your house. There's dirt piled up on both sides where they got to lay new PVC piping. And so 
that happened to our house. Our house was an old house built in 66, so we, we took the opportunity to do a little remodel um, with the house, and because they're going to have it all torn apart anyway. And so we moved out of our house for 11 months uh, and then moved back in, and we had to get rid of everything in our house. We had to move it all out as they, as they had to do this remodel. And so, so we discovered something in, in, that in 1966, and so the house we were living in, in 1966, people, had, people built homes with teeny tiny closets. I mean, teeny tiny. I mean, I don't know what happened in 1966. I think people walked around naked, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 but, but, but teeny tiny closets. And so we took this opportunity when we did a remodel because our kids are, we have five kids, but they're grown now. They're all living in different places. So we took the opportunity to take the, the, one of the bedrooms, because we don't have the kids with us anymore, one of the bedrooms that was next to our master bedroom, and we turned it into a walk-in closet. And it's like, oh my God, I got a closet I can sleep in. I mean, this thing is crazy. It's, it's, like, it's like I've never, we, we couldn't even get into our closets before. And so, so now we got this walk-in closet, but still. Okay, so I got a walk-in closet. But still, there are times I walk into that closet, and I got clothes hanging on the left. I got clothes hanging on the right. I got clothes in the drawers. I got clothes on the shelves. And I walk into that walk-in closet, and I look around, and I'm thinking, I got nothing to... Oh, you know. Yeah, you know. You know. You know. <laughs> you got nothing to wear. And I'm going, what in the world is happening? I got, I got, I got, I got nothing to wear. And, and for many people, look, for many people, the, for, for, the walk-in closet is still not enough for our stuff. So we've got to have more room for our stuff. So we put some stuff in the attic, and we put some stuff. We don't have basements here, but we put some stuff in the, in the garage, and we've got so much stuff in the garage, our car doesn't fit anymore. And then, and then, then, and then listen, listen, listen. I know this is not any of you in the service, okay? I know, I know this is not. This is for all the people in the other services, okay? I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it, okay? So, so I, I'm sorry, I've got to bring it up, but I know this is not you, okay? This is them. So we have stuff in the closet. We got stuff in the attic. We got stuff in the shed out back. We got stuff in the garage, but we still don't have enough room for our stuff. So what do we do? Well, you know exactly what you do. We, we rent a storage space, right, for our stuff. We pay somebody else to store our stuff that we'll probably never use again. Again, again, again. Listen, I apologize. It's not you. It's people in the other services, okay? I'm just saying, I'm just saying. But this is what we do with our stuff. We, we got all this stuff. And, 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 and every now and again, every now and again, it's, it's good to remember. It's good to remember. When we had to clear the stuff out of our home, it's not a big house, but we had stuff packed into spaces. And, and when we cleared out of our house to do this remodel, a third of it, we just threw away in the dumpster. I was taking trips to the dump again and again and again. We threw away in the dumpster a third of it. A third of it we gave away to Goodwill. And we kept a third. We kept, including all our furniture. We just, kept a third of, we just kept a third of it all. And can I tell you how freeing it is? It's just freeing to not have all that stuff around all the time. Just, just because stuff, stuff will weigh you down. It will. It'll weigh you down. And it's, it's just freeing to have it all. And, and, but it's not easy. It's not easy because, because it's, it's people. We're people, right? Proverbs says this. I, I told you I'm, I'm, I told you I'm only going to give you one verse. Okay, You only got one verse on your notes, so it's not going to come up on screen. It's just coming out of here. 
Proverbs 27.20 says this, human desires are like the world of the dead. There's always room for more. Whoa. Don't you just hate the Bible sometimes? It's just like, like shut up already. It's like, it's, like it's, it's, it's so accurate and so true. Human desires are like the world of the dead. There's always room for more. And that's our lives. And that's why, that's why the, the verse, right? The one verse, the one verse. Better is one handful with, with what? With, with what? With tranquility than two handfuls with what? With toil and chasing after the wind. So true, so true, so true. So number one says, number one says, cut back. And here's number two, if you're taking notes. It goes along with what I'm, what I'm talking about. Number two says, clear out. Clear out. And lots of people talking about this today. On social media, on TikTok, on influencers. They're talking about decluttering. Decluttering. And, and if, you've done any, if you've done any organizing lately, let's just, let's just, take, let's, let's just take, for example, the garage. You... you, you you take the garage, you get rid of some stuff, some junk that you just got, you, you just take a day, okay, I got to get rid of this stuff. And then you organize the other stuff, and then you, 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 you stand back, and you might have actually room for your car, but you stand back, and you go, it's just, it's just a good feeling. But it's not just a feeling about the space. That space, when we declutter, it affects our space and our minds, our space and our hearts, the space in our soul. Decluttering has an impact on our lives in that kind of a way. But I realize, listen, I realize getting rid of stuff is challenging for some of you. It is for me. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you two reasons why it is. It's hard for me to get rid of stuff. Let me give you two reasons. Here's the first reason. Because I was raised in a home where my mom kept everything. She wasn't a hoarder. She was more what I would call a saver. But my mom was raised at a time when they didn't have a lot. And so my mom would say, every time my mom would say, hey, hey, don't throw that away. We might need that. Well, you guys got the same mom I did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't throw that away. We might need that someday. And so we kept everything. Everything. I mean, even stuff. I mean, just everything. Don't, 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 don't throw that away. We might need that one day. My mom would keep the, the foil from the baked potatoes that you have, and she wouldn't toss that away. She'd fold it up and use it again for the next baked potato. Because, hey, hey, don't throw it away. We might need that again one day. And so when that becomes part of you, when you were raised like that in a house for 22 years like that, that becomes part of you. And so, so part of me is, hey, don't throw that away. We might need that one day. So that's one reason. But let me give you a second reason why it's tough for me and might be tough for some of you to throw some things away. Because, because for you, things and stuff have, yes, sentimental value they do for me when, when somebody gives me something i remember who gave it to me and every time i use it or wear it or or, or see it it reminds me of that person or or maybe you traveled and you went on a trip and it reminds you of that space and that wonderful memory or the memory of the person i i still have i think three two or three items of clothing from my dad who passed away 10 years ago and I still wear them because it feels like I'm close to my dad in those moments. And so it's, it's not easy getting rid of stuff. It's not. And I get it. There's sentimental value. I get it. But let's, but let's also be honest about something else. Because when, I, when we did the Great Purge, we call it our house, the Great Purge of 2022. A third to the dump, a third to Goodwill, and a third we left, a third we kept. The Great Purge. 
when, when, when we have all this stuff around us and all these choices around us, sometimes it's actually almost paralyzing because you have too many choices. For example, for example, try to pick a movie off of Netflix without having one in mind before you start. Right? Let's just go on Netflix. Let's just see what we want to watch. Yeah, good luck with that because you've got hundreds of choices. But if you've ever flown on a, on a flight and you, you, you couldn't get any service on your phone or your iPad or whatever, you took the airline choice of movies. There's four. You're going to pick one of those. And that choice is a lot easier than the 400 on Netflix. Or how about this? How about this? How many of you have ever been to Cheesecake Factory? Let me see your hands. Cheesecake Factory people. Okay, okay, okay. I love Cheesecake Factory. But here, what's the problem with Cheesecake Factory? It's a 73-page menu. And you're trying to choose, and you're going, I don't know. There's like so many options. It's just crazy. It's almost paralyzing. But if you go to, if you go to what, an Italian restaurant, you're going to get something Italian. You go to an Asian restaurant, you get something Asian. You go to a Cuban restaurant, Puerto Rican restaurant, Nicaraguan restaurant, you're going to get fritanga. Okay. <laughs> it's the same thing in life. Can, it can actually be... We can actually have so much stuff that you, it just almost, it just, instead of being a blessing, it almost becomes the opposite. It kind of wears you down and, 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 and loads you down and you're trying to think and I don't know and, and this and that. that. That's why Solomon is saying, hey, better one handful, better just one handful with tranquility than two loading it up and having all this toil and chasing after the wind. That's what, that's what Solomon's saying. That's the verse we're looking at today. Better one, one hope over that. So, so, so here's, what, here's what organizers will tell you. Here's a simple rule, right? If you want to purge a little bit, here's a simple rule when it comes to your closet space and your stuff. If you haven't worn it in a year, bless somebody else with it. Simple rule. Because people say, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to give away. Okay, if you haven't worn it in a year, bless somebody else with it. Or, or here's, here's another rule. Every time you get something, give something away. You get one, give one. Get one, give one. So you get a new shirt, give a shirt away. Get a new pair of pants, give a pair of pants away. You get new shoes, give your shoes away. You get new underwear, don't give your underwear away. I'm just saying. Just seem to be paying attention. Don't do that. Don't give the underwear away. Can I just say, from my experience in 2022, you, it is freeing. It is freeing. And there's... Solomon is so true. Better, better is just better is one handful with peace than all of it with toil and chasing after the wind. Because chasing after the wind just gets us, because now we've got to pay for this stuff. Not only, not, only, not only do we have the stuff that weighs us down, now we've got the bills that weigh us down, and we've got the credit card payments that weigh us down, and we've got this that weighs us down. And so that leads me to number three. Number three says this. If we're going to, it less is more. Number three says pay off. Pay off. So cut back, clear out, pay off. How many of you know that financial stress is no fun at all? Yeah. You know, I've been doing this pastoring thing now for 31 years. In my 31 years of pastoring, no one, I mean in 31 years, no one has ever come up to me and said this, you know, Pastor Kevin, this debt I have, it just gives me so much peace. No one ever says that. No, no, no one ever says, hey, hey, Pastor Kevin, Pastor Kevin, 
can you turn me on to a new credit card because I've got 15 maxed out and I'm wanting, I'm, I'm wanting number 16. Nobody ever tells me that. Nobody, 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 nobody's ever said that. But you know, what have, you know what people have said? They said, man, Pastor Kevin, this debt I have right now, man, I thought I could, I thought I could swing it. But whew, Pastor Kevin, it's killing me. And I worry about it all the time. It's constantly on my mind. Man, Pastor Kevin, I love my wife. But we have more fights about money than we do with anything else. Pastor Kevin, if, Pastor Kevin, if I could, man, Pastor Kevin, I would do anything if I could just, if I could just go back in time and just make some different decisions so I'm not loaded down with this just debt I got right now. That's what I have heard. So listen, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands on this one. But can I tell you, listen, can I tell you today, it is possible. It is. It is possible to live in Miami. Listen, I know, living in Miami, I get it. Cost of living is through the roof. I get it. It's not easy. I'm not telling you it's easy. It is not easy. But it is possible. Living life God's way, doing life God's way, doing money God's way, it is possible. And I want to breathe some life and some hope in you today. Because when I was hired to become pastor of this church, I took a 50% pay cut from a teacher's salary. And that was my paycheck. My wife wasn't working and we had two kids. You're going, dude, you're insane. But I'm telling you, from personal experience, it's possible. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying it doesn't take some work, but I'm telling you today to believe in a God who can do what we can't do. That's the God we serve. That's the God we serve. And when we honor God, when we give back to God first, throughout this entire time, my wife and I, we honored God. We made sure God got his 10% first. And we lived on the 90. And made sure God got his first. God blesses in ways. And I'll, I'll tell you some, a few more stories next week and, and in this series. But, but God blesses in ways like that. So, so I just want to invite you today. And I also want to say this to you. Look, look. If you've been blessed by God, God bless you. You don't got to apologize for that. Never apologize for being blessed by God. Ever. Don't apologize for that. God blesses people. Don't apologize for that. But just remember where it's all come from. Remember to share. And remember to give back to God the first part of what God's given to us. So, so you don't have to apologize for that. So, but listen, you got to come back next weekend because we're going to continue to unpack this, this whole idea of, of, of living life and thriving when it comes to finances. So this was part one this week and part two next week and then part three to the series. But I also want to invite you to something. I told you in the very beginning about a class. So we, we're, we're going to be doing a class here, a class by the same name as a series, Freed Up. Because listen, listen, listen. Nobody ever tells us about how to handle money. You like nobody. You don't take a class in school, nobody. And all of a sudden you get to be 18 or 22 or whatever, and all of a sudden you quote adulting, and you're supposed to figure this thing out. But nobody ever tells you about it. And so you try the best you can, you try to figure it out, and you, you get a credit card, you fill that one up, you get a second credit card, you fill that one up, and pretty soon your, your minimum payment becomes a maximum payment. And you're going, man, nobody ever told me about this. So, so this class, 
This class is fantastic. It's a seven-week class called Freed Up. You can sign up for it today on the app. If you get the app downloaded on the front page of the app, you just touch it. You give me your name, your phone number. We're going to send you a couple, a couple of reminders about it. But it's, it, it, So it's on a Wednesday night, 7 to 8.30 on a Wednesday night. We're going to take care of your kids for you for free. It's a free class, free childcare. Why? Because it's not what we want from you. It's what we want for you. Not, we want for you. I, as your pastor, I want you to be freed up financially, making healthy, wise financial decisions for you, for your family, for your children, for your heritage, for, for, for your life. It, it is possible. It is possible. Well, Pastor Kevin, it would be a lot easier if I just move out of Miami. I'm not going to say it wouldn't be. <laughs> I'm not going to say it wouldn't be. But I'm saying God has called us here. He's called me here. He's called you here to make a difference here in this city. And it's possible. It's possible. So I want to invite you to, I want to, invite you to come to this class. And, and let me wrap this up this way. Your life is too valuable. Your calling too great. And your God is too good for us to be spending our lives, spinning our wheels, living and trying to, trying to just survive. Your life is too great. Your calling too important. Your God is too good. God wants you to live your life in ways that you will thrive. So would you pray with me as we wrap this up today in a prayer? Would you pray with me today? God, thank you for the wisdom that's in your word. Better is one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. God, the wisdom of Solomon He's been there, done that, and he says, he says, look, 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 let me tell you what I've learned. Here's what I've learned. And it's so true, God. It's so true in our lives. And God, we want to tell you today, God, that ultimately, God, we want, God, ultimately, we don't want to be chasing after all these things. We want to be chasing after you. God, at the end of the day, we want to chase after you, not stuff, not things, not wealth. We want to chase after you. God first, spouse second, kids third, then everything else. God, we want to chase after you. And, and maybe, maybe right now, maybe, maybe some of you, you're, you're, you're in this moment, whether you're in the room, whether you're joining me online right now, some of you some of you in this moment, you're going, oh, Pastor Kevin, I've, I've been chasing after stuff, and I've been chasing after things, and I've been chasing after wealth, and I realize today I've been chasing after the wrong stuff. So today, Pastor Kevin, today I'm putting... I'm putting my foot in the ground right now. I'm drawing a line right now that I am chasing after God. Jesus said to seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. So Pastor Kevin, today, right here, right now, I'm chasing after God. And listen, if there's never been a moment of your life where you have, you have opened your life to Jesus, then, then I want to invite you to do it right here, right now, today. I'm going to pray a prayer out loud. You pray it inside and say, Jesus, today, I choose you. Today, I say yes to you. Today, I open up my life and my heart to you. I want to chase after you, just like God is chasing after me. You've got to realize that we're chasing after him, but he's been chasing after us our whole life. So God, today, I say yes to you. Thank you, God, for, doing, for what you're doing in our hearts and our lives. And I pray all these things today in Jesus' name.
Thanks for joining in today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to leave a review, subscribe to this channel, and share with a friend. We'd also love the chance to connect with you. You can text the word NEW to 786-705-8930. Again, that's NEW to 786-705-8930. And we'll give you some next steps with how to plug in and get connected here at Miami Vineyard. We hope you have an amazing week. And thanks again for listening.